Hello, how are ya? Welcome to Brain Fog Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Tia. Tia Wood. Third time recording this intro. Let's see if this is the one. Is it the one, ladies and gentlemen? It's always so funny hearing your own name being spoken into a microphone <laughs> in a room all by yourself. <laughs> anyway, how are you? How is everyone doing? I'm doing better. Had a weird few days. Um, the lunar eclipse was Sunday? Sunday into Monday, it was a total lunar eclipse. Blood moon, flower moon, fucking, fucking crazy moon. <laughs> weird vibes, super weird vibes. Anyone else? Okay, good. And today I'm like just starting to like feel my feet on the ground and like the dust is settling. So hello, we are here, arriving, fully present right now. My intention for today's podcast is to remind you to be mindful of your breath. I know me, when I'm concentrating on something, I tend to hold my breath and I'll notice like, whoa, I'm like not breathing right now or my breathing will get really shallow. And obviously we want the mindful, long drawn out breaths for that nervous system, that circulatory system. Actually, let's start off this episode with a quick pranayama practice, a quick breathwork practice. If you don't do breathwork, don't worry about it. This is box breathing, totally beginner friendly. So first I will explain what we're gonna do, then I will walk you through a few rounds of breathing. We're gonna inhale for four, hold at the top for four, exhale for four, and hold at the bottom for four. So like a box. So inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four. Got it? Inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four. Inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, inhale normally. Now that we're feeling grounded and a little bit more present, hopefully, throughout this episode while you're listening, just be mindful of your breathing. And if you're like, yeah, I can't focus on two things at once. In psychology, they say that you can focus on seven things plus or minus two. So you can focus on at least five things at once and at most nine things. So if you're just relaxing, listening to this podcast, you are listening to the sound of my voice, you're being mindful of your breathing and you're noticing how comfortable you are right now. If you're driving, you are paying attention to the road, hopefully, listening to my voice and being mindful of your breathing. Okay, so this episode is gonna be all about how to cultivate a healthy mental diet. Now, what do I mean by a mental diet? Basically, whatever your mind consumes. You know, when we think about a diet, it's, it's what we eat. So what does your mind eat? What do you consume? What information does your mind absorb every day? But before we get into the tips and how to cultivate a mental diet and why that's important, we need to talk about the subconscious mind. Everything that has ever happened to you in your life up to this point is archived in your subconscious mind. It's your data bank. 
Take riding a bike, for example. Even if you haven't ridden a bike in 10 years, you could probably go do it right now. This is because even though something can be difficult to learn at first, once we get good at something or get used to something, it requires less conscious effort because the memory is stored in our subconscious. So like muscle memory or any automatic reaction to something. Your subconscious mind is also your security system. The brain can only handle so much information at once. Just think about everything happening all of the time. Like imagine if your brain was absorbing every single thing going on at once, you would explode, right? So the subconscious mind sifts through your external reality and internalizes what it recognizes as familiar. That is super important. So cultivating a healthy mental diet is training your subconscious mind to absorb certain types of information, which it then translates to your conscious mind, which is where we all operate when we're awake. You know what I mean? It's actually a popular belief that the subconscious mind does most of the heavy lifting when it comes to thinking. Like most of your brain power comes from the subconscious mind. I don't know if you've heard of the iceberg analogy. So basically, Icebergs only show a little bit above the water, but they're huge underneath the water. There's this massive chunk of ice that we don't even see. So the part that's underneath the water is your subconscious mind. And the part that you can see is your conscious mind. So there is an entire framework of thinking happening subconsciously that you don't even realize, right? It never sleeps. It has no creativity, has no opinions. It takes everything literally. It's a computer, a computer that needs to be programmed and reprogrammed if you want to change your behavior and your beliefs because all behavior and beliefs come from the subconscious mind. I can make an entire episode on the subconscious mind, the power of the subconscious mind, and how we can use the subconscious mind to shape our reality. If that's something you're interested in, definitely let me know. But the most important thing to know is that it's habit-driven, repeated behaviors. This is how we strengthen that muscle memory. If you are so used to like beating yourself up and hating yourself, that's your muscle memory. That's where your body is operating from. That's where your conscious mind is operating from. If you're so used to beating yourself up, just like riding a bike, your brain is used to doing that. But when you're learning something new, like say giving yourself grace, being patient with yourself, loving yourself, it's going to take training to develop the muscle memory for that habit. So when we consciously choose where to get our information and how to structure our routine for good mental health and happiness, we can get our minds used to thinking like a positive, happy, healthy person. Water break, make sure to take a sip of water right now. So the first thing that I wanna talk about is your morning routine. What does it look like? Do you get up and grab your phone and check Instagram? I think we need to be way more mindful of what we do first thing in the morning. To me, first thing in the morning, you've been given a blank slate, like for the day, right? You've been given another chance at life. Hey, thanks. I woke up, that's cool. All right, what am I gonna do with today? This gift that is today. I really do believe that what you do first thing in the morning, like that first 30 minutes to an hour right after you wake up is so important and sets the tone for the rest of the day. Even the time that you wake up, me personally, I am such an early bird. Like if I sleep in past seven o'clock, I feel so weird for the rest of the day. So I have to make sure that I wake up usually between like 5 a.m. and 6 a.m. And I know how sensitive my mind is from you know detoxing all night resting all night 
I would recommend not going on social media first thing in the morning. I try to wait at least an hour after I wake up. You should have seen the way <laughs> this Amazon Prime driver just yeeted my package over the fence. Oh my god, that was crazy. Why? What was I talking about? Something I do that I really need to stop doing is I check my email like almost immediately. My business email, cause you know, it's exciting. Like, ooh, what did I get in my business email today? But it's like immediate stress. I'm immediately thinking about all the things that I have to get done for the day. I haven't even given my brain a chance <laughs> to adjust. Meditating, breath work, like any kind of grounding or mindfulness practices I think is really good to do in the morning. Again, because your brain is like so malleable and sensitive, not stimulating yourself too much in the morning. We're already so overstimulated with just everything we have going on. Like I have two screens in front of me right now and I'm speaking and like trying to think and it's insanity. There's so much information constantly being driven at us. So giving ourselves a chance to fill up our own cup first thing in the morning so we're not pouring from an empty cup all throughout the rest of the day for all of the things that we have to give our energy to. Replenishing that spiritual, that mental energy. Speaking of, brain stimulating activities. I don't know if you guys have heard of Wordle by the New York Times. It's a word game, like a word puzzle game where basically every day there's a five letter word that you have to guess. It's so hard to explain, like just look up Wordle New York Times and it explains all of the rules to you. But me and my partner, we wake up and usually that's the first thing that we do in the morning <laughs> just to get the gears turning, you know? Any brain stimulation, like if you're into puzzles or like a game on your phone that just requires you to think, you know? Circling back to social media, I think just in general, I know everyone says this and it's like, shut the fuck up, but just limiting social media use. I don't even want to know what my screen time is for social media. And I know it's so hard just because everything is on social media. Like you probably work on social media or like part of your job is on social media. It's, it's insane how much it has infiltrated our day-to-day -day lives. At first, it was just kind of a casual thing that some of us did. And now it's like, you need it almost to be a functioning member of society. It's crazy. So I'm not gonna say delete social media because you know what's best for you. And again, it's, it's difficult, I think, to not have social media in this day and age, but just limiting it right? We don't need to be. Again, there's so much information floating around. There is so much distraction, like distraction from the present moment, distraction from things that you have to get done. You know, how much time have you spent doom scrolling when you knew that you had to get something done, right? Some ways I've tried to do this is I put time limits on Instagram and TikTok. I don't know if you knew this, but you can put time limits on your app. So basically, I think it's set to a half hour on each app. So after a half hour of me being on the app, it says, okay, your time's up. You've been on for a half hour. And even if I don't immediately get off, it makes me think like, okay, I've spent a half hour today on Instagram. Like... <laughs> How much time do I have in a day? All right, let me be more mindful of that. I don't know how much more time I really want to spend scrolling on Instagram for these precious moments that I have, you know what I mean? Also taking them off of my home screen. So I still have the apps. They're just not readily in front of me every time I go on my phone. So if I want to go on Instagram, I need a reason usually because I'm not just going to click on it for no reason because it's not right there in front of me. I'm like, oh, I need to do this on Instagram. I go, I search for it in the little search bar on my phone and then I 
do what I have to do and then I get off. Also, obviously, being mindful of who you follow, like following positive, inspiring people, not people who make you feel like shit about yourself, not people who, you know, spread false information or spread negative narratives, hateful narratives. Following friends and family. I've tried to limit the amount of influencers on my feed and have more, you know, people that I love in my life on my feed and just inspiring things. Like, I love art and aesthetics, so I follow a lot of art accounts and photography accounts, educational content, so like, you know, business and marketing stuff and mental health resources I have on my feed, so when I'm scrolling, I'm seeing things that I can learn from. I try to find unbiased news sources because, you know, a lot of us get our news from social media, not really so much from the news anymore. Roka News is a really good one, R-O-C-A News. Also, detoxes. I try to do monthly detoxes, even if it's just a few days, just to remember what life is without social media <laughs> and all of the things that I can do that don't involve social media. You know, we already work so hard to try to be happy and just keep our head above water but having all of these outside influences and when you're scrolling on Instagram you don't necessarily know what you're gonna see right sometimes I see something that triggers me and I'm like damn I really wish I didn't open Instagram because you just like don't really know that's why you know being mindful of who you follow is really important and not for example going on social media first thing in the morning because you didn't fill your cup up yet you didn't meditate yet you weren't ready to receive that kind of information you know what I mean surrounding yourself with positive people they say that you are who you surround yourself with right so if you surround yourself with people whose values don't align with yours or who say you're trying to be sober and you're trying to go to bed earlier and wake up earlier but all of your friends and the people you hang out with drink and do drugs and stay up all night it's going to be a lot harder for you to reach your goals when you're surrounded by all these people who are doing the stuff that you used to do in the past, right? Just like if you're trying to work on your mental health, but you're surrounded by people who complain all day long and are super negative, how are you supposed to be happy surrounded with people like that? And I think a lot of us, we stop ourselves from creating distance between the new version of ourselves and the people who our past selves were friends with and hung out with. We feel selfish. We're like, oh, I, I don't want to seem like I'm, you know, I'm too good for them. Or and it's not about that. You're just on different wavelengths. Your values change when your life changes. When you decide to follow your dreams, you're going to go on a different path and that's okay. It doesn't mean you're selfish. It doesn't mean you're better than. It doesn't mean they're less than. It's just the way it is. And you need to look out for yourself. You need to surround yourself with positive people if that's your goal to be happy. Having a group of people around you who are positive and happy and who take care of themselves will inspire you so much. And you'll inspire them because we're all absorbing things from each other all of the time, right? And if your muscle memory is to think negatively and complain all the time and you're trying to create new habits, the subconscious mind is habit-driven, but you're being blocked by all these energies around you, it's gonna be so much harder to make that change. So just surrounding yourself with people who inspire you, who reflect who you are aspiring to be or who bring out the best in you. I don't wanna be the bitch that's like, more books, less scrolling. <laughs> 
read book Gen Z? Do Gen Z even read book anymore? I agree with the essence of that, right? That we <laughs> should be consuming or trying to consume things that add to our knowledge and things that add to our experience than things that just drain us like doom scrolling. We want to be replenished when we're, you know, maybe we have downtime or I don't know. When I'm just scrolling on Instagram, I just feel like I wasted so much time. Like time was stolen from me. But when I'm reading a book or listening to a podcast or an audiobook, I feel like I have gained so much. It's energizing. It's motivating. I wanted to share some podcasts that I listened to. Um, Unlocking Us by Brene Brown. Y'all know I love Brene Brown. I've read almost all of her books. I'm obsessed with her. <laughs> She's amazing. She is a vulnerability and shame researcher and she has guests on, you know, inspiring people, artists, creatives, authors, and they talk about just, you know, the human experience and how they use vulnerability to find success. And, you know, she has a lot of hard conversations that I really appreciate. Skinny Dipping has quickly become um, one of my favorite podcasts hosted by Kayla Rose. She has guests on as well. It's basically a spirituality and wellness podcast. She's super insightful, super inspiring, and she covers all different types of topics, all things, again, relating to the human experience. It just helps you feel so much less alone knowing that there are so many other people who deal with the same things that you do, and she'll have really inspiring people on as guests. Deja Blue, as well, is another podcast that I listen to. Again, topics of spirituality and mental health and liberation, liberating yourself from your fears and your anxieties. Also, Mile Higher podcast. I love that podcast. It's more of a true crime, but also it's called Mile Higher because it it's, takes your mind a mile higher, right? It makes you think about things. Different abstract concepts like, you know, aliens and unexplained phenomena, stuff like that. Great podcast. Love that one. I like their true crime specifically because I'm definitely interested in true crime, but I feel like a lot of podcasts and YouTubers are pretty insensitive when it comes to talking about true crime, but they are so incredibly respectful and they work with families of victims. And so if you're into true crime, definitely check out Mile Higher Podcast. And that is all I have for you today. Sorry that this is kind of a shorter episode. I'm trying to pre-record because I am going away. I'm going on vacation for a little over a week. So I'm getting everything done and edited before I go so I can have stuff to post while I'm out. So I'm just banging them out. You know what I mean? But I think I said everything that I wanted to say and this is definitely an episode that could be a part two. So if you liked what you heard, if you learned something, say you thought of something like a way to cultivate a healthy mental diet or something that you do that works for you, definitely reach out to me at Tia Wood, T-I-A-W-O-U-L-D on Instagram or on YouTube. If you would like to support the podcast, you can do so by subscribing to my Patreon patreon.com slash tiawood t-i-a-w-o-o-d i am also a freelance video editor sorry it's it's tia plugging herself time i'm a freelance video editor and if you need a video edited and you don't want to do it you can hit me up on my business email or my fiverr everything will be linked in the show notes thank you so much for listening hope you got something out of this and i will talk to you next week bye